The word for this day, this worship is mande, which comes from the Latin mandatum, from which we in turn get an English word, mandate. And what is a mandate? A mandate is a command, it is, it is a demand, it is an order. It is something that is required. It is mandatory, it's not a suggestion. It's expected that we will obey. There is no wiggle room, you, you gotta do it. So what is the mandate on this Monday, Thursday? Speaking to his friends, his disciples, Jesus says, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. Jesus then goes a bit further and tells them, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Jesus' time is running short, and this passage from John tells, tells the story of his last night with his friends before he dies. It's, it's instructive, I think, to see how the Son of God chooses to spend his last hours before his death with those he loves. What does he do? On this final night, he shares a meal with them. He gives them some last instructions. And then he does something curious and surprising. He gets up from the dinner table, lays aside his outer robe, and washes each of his disciples' feet. What about you? If your time was short and you knew that you were about to die, And if you were able, what final memories would you want to create for yourself and for those you love? I think of those proverbial last words. We wait for those last words. Uh, The expectation uh, for those last words is something lasting, something memorable, something profound, something not to be forgotten. What would you do if you had not weeks or months, but just hours before your death? He loved them to the end. Most of us would not be concerned with our bucket list, but with our loved ones. What would you want your loved ones to know and to remember? We would say some things. Yes, we might share a meal as Jesus did. Perhaps we would, well, I can let you fill in the blank with whatever it is that you would do at that moment. Palestine was a dusty place in the time of Jesus. Everyone wore sandals or went barefoot, and foot washing itself was an act of hospitality. You'd enter someone's home, be greeted with a welcoming bow, maybe a kiss, be handed a fig and a goblet of wine, and then a a servant, not the master of the house, but a servant would bring a water and a bowl to you and wash your feet. 
In this story, Peter, well, what Peter and the others are uncomfortable with is not the gesture of foot washing. That was custom in that time and place. What bothered them was who it was that was washing their feet. It was unthinkable for the disciples to have Jesus, their teacher, the Son of God, strip down, pick up a towel, and kneel to wash their feet. It was the servant's job to do the washing, not the master. So this is all a bit too much for Peter, who cannot fathom his Lord doing the work of a servant. You will never wash my feet, he says to Jesus. But Jesus is showing his disciples, all of them, including Peter, who would deny him, including Judas, who would betray him. He is showing all of them what it means to love to the end and to love fully. Here is Jesus who breaks bread with us, shares wine with us, the peasant rabbi from a small town who preached an upside-down kingdom where the first are last and the last are first. This Jesus who assures us that we are always welcome as we are, as flawed, as fragile, as vulnerable, as sinners like Peter and Judas. Here is Jesus who in in his humility washes, as we said, even Judas' feet. Jesus who shares the bread and wine even with the one who will betray him. This should be an encouragement to those who are convinced that their failures and their flaws and their betrayals and their sins have made them unworthy of God's love and grace. In some ways, what Jesus gives to his disciples and to us is is not a commandment at all. There's no no carrot and stick. There's no no quid pro quo. There, There is no real reward promised here if you keep this new commandment except that it is an invitation to humility and to service. Catholic priest Father Richard Rohr explains the invitation pretty well, the commandment like this. He says, in the kingdom of God, the way up is always the way down. Jesus invites us into the kind of love that defines definition. In fact, the early Christians virtually invented a word to describe that kind of love, the word agape. Perhaps you've you've heard that word, agape love, that phrase. Love one another as I have loved you, says Jesus. The word there is agape. In English, We are impoverished. We have only one word for love. You love your spouse, you love your church, you love chocolate Easter bunnies. 
You love jazz. Same word every time. The Greeks had four words for love. Phileo, which meant brother and sister love. Storge, which means that's the one you use for the chocolate bunnies. Uh, Eros, which you can probably guess is romantic love. And then agape. Agape is divine love without condition. It's like the love of a mother or a father for a child even when they are misbehaving and disobedient and you are at your wit's end. You still love them. It's like the love that Jesus showed for sinners, for outcasts, for doubters, for the forgotten, and if you will, for the unlovable. And it's agape. It's that word for love that Jesus used here every time. When we reach this day, Monday, Thursday, we, we mark the beginning of the three days, but we've also reached the beginning of an end. Jesus bids farewell to his followers on this earth and gives them final instructions for carrying on in his absence. It was a, it was a last opportunity for Jesus to tell them his message and show them what he meant, love one another, do it like this. And then he washed their dirty feet. And then the table was set for the Passover meal. It is on this night that Jesus instituted the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, the communion meal. The church teaches that among other things, the Eucharist is an act of remembrance. When Jesus lowers himself, breaks himself to take on the humble work of a slave or a servant as he washes feet, he is literally breathing Holy Spirit life into the words, do this in remembrance of me. Remember me, says Jesus. Love one another. Just like this. Amen.